G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. My name's Philip. And the dork joining me tonight is the tarnished champion himself. It's Jay Rowe, friend of the show. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Very good. I'm feeling very tarnished. Oh, man. I'm feeling so tarnished. Uh, but before we get into all of the Elden Ring talk that we're going to get into, I've got a bit of a question for you. Yes, hit me. If you were born into <clears throat> one of the four nations in Avatar The Last Airbender... What nation would you want to be born in? I feel like I identify with global domination. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I love the Fire Nation, but I don't love what they ended up doing. with. I love them pre, like, around Roku. You can, like. I was about to say, you can be. You can decide what area you get born into. You could be yeah. born, you know, post... Post Fire Lord Zuko, and you know, born in like the weird Republican Fire Nation. Yeah, some real, real weird stuff though goes on after that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd say Fire Nation, but pre, like around, like even before Roku, that would be dope. Fair enough. Yeah, I've always identified like I've always identified as a bit of an Earth boy myself. I feel yeah. like I'd be Earth bending for sure, right? I don't know. I feel like, like you'd be a swamp a- boy. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I could be a swamp boy. Uh, yeah, I, I asked this question because I had a had a bit of a debate the other day with someone at work because they um they were like, oh, you know, if I was going to be anything, I'd definitely be an airbender. I was like, no, it wouldn't be. She's like, why? Why, why wouldn't I be an airbender? I was like, airbenders were, were nomads. They were like literally like, Monks, you are the most stressed, high-strung human being I've ever met. <laughs> Attached to possessions, like <laughs> yeah. Being an airbender, although is all I, about, suppose, you know, I suppose they have to. The avatar has to be attached to a couple of possessions to be found. So that's yeah, true. Anyway, yeah, very monkey. Uh, that's they enough. Are very a- monkey. They are very monkey. Uh, enough talk about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Well, you are here today to talk about uh, Elden Ring now. In full disclosure, we were originally going to do this episode. You were going to talk about Elden Ring. I was going to talk about Horizon Forbidden West. Yep. And, you know, because I, I I wasn't going to buy Elden Ring. You know? Yeah. I wasn't going to do it. I was having uh, a bit of fun playing Horizon Forbidden West. It was, you know, it's a cool open world game. You get to buy dinosaurs. It's really pretty. You know, it's it's quite fun. It's an interesting narrative. And you were playing Elden Ring, and I had heard all these things. And I was like, yeah, look. From Software Games are not for me. I've never played a de- uh, Dark <laughs> so Souls. I've never played a Demon Souls. You know, uh, I Sekiro was kind of interesting to me, but then I heard how difficult it was. I was yeah, like, but yeah, it was that's... so difficult. Oh my god. Yeah, and um, you know, I've I've downloaded Bloodborne on my play- PlayStation, but I haven't played it yet. My original plan was to play Bloodborne and then go into Elden Ring if I enjoyed Bloodborne, but that all changed on Friday. Um, when I just happened to be in the store uh, at the same time, someone had uh, wrongly marked the Elden Ring game as like $70 instead of the $100 it's listed as. 
What so by score? pure ha- I know, by pure happenstance, I was like, well, if it's, the, uh, it felt like a sign. I was like, man, this, I'm never going to get it this cheap. I might as well get it. You know, it's got 10 out of 10s from every fucking gaming site. <laughs> um, I should, I should probably get it. And oh boy. Oh man. Oh it was, boy. It was all by the design of the greater will that you, filthy tarnished, graced the mm. lands between. Oh, mate. I Not only did I grace Land Betweens, I fucking came all over the Lands Between. <laughs> I fucking love this game, my friend. Um, but you should... What, what's your history with the From Software games? Well, uh, my very first experience... So, always loved... I had a weird fascination and loved watching some of the popular streamers uh, when... I loved watching their YouTube clips of them playing From Software games. So I kind of started started noticing it around then. Would have been about five years ago, maybe. But I never, I never bought one, and it wasn't until I got the PlayStation Five when we had access to all the free games that were classics. And Bloodborne's one of those that I actually um, downloaded and installed Bloodborne, and that was only oh wow, that would have been maybe two years ago. When I did Bloodborne, mm. or maybe a year ago. So that was my first experience Bloodborne. And honestly, for anyone out there that doesn't, can't spend money on Elden Ring right now, um, has a PlayStation 5, you've got Bloodborne there. It's completely free. As long, I believe you need a PS. Um, I don't think you need the PS Plus. I think it's I think it's the, the PlayStation Collection, <clears throat> I think, is available to anyone who owns a PS5, regardless oh, of the brilliant. PlayStation Plus. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking like it's easy to get a PS5, but if you've yeah. got one, if you can afford a PS5, you can probably afford Elden Ring, so what am I even talking about? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Bloodborne, and if you've got, Bloodborne's and if, a great one, the first one, definitely. I'm sure you could pick it up for hella cheap in a discount bin, oh, like yeah. a PlayStation 4 or something like that. You can even get the collection, which um, is worth it as well. Bloodborne is one of the less forgi- oh, one of the more forgiving from software titles. Uh, it's even been like it's been called one of the easiest minus um, maybe Dark Souls two I think it was, but it's forgiving because you have a mechanic in the game where if you attack after getting hit, it'll actually regenerate a bit of health, saves you very. Oh, okay. Yeah, it it it'll reward you for being aggressive, which is actually a little bit different to the other from software games where it's all about picking your moments. Um, for anyone yeah. listening and interested, download Bloodborne. You'll play it through and you'll be like, so what's the story? Uh, I don't know what the story is because they don't tell you. Um, go online, watch Vardy Vidya, um, best content creator for story and lore around Dark Souls from software games. Um, and it's, it's really intriguing. I was playing Bloodborne. There's barely any story that they give to you, but I was spending hours watching people explain exactly what was going on um, and it, I was really enjoying it. So, great start to it. That was that was my introduction to From Software, and from there I didn't dip into anything except for Elden Ring. I, I, once I heard Elden Ring was coming out, um, that was kind of what my focus was on. I wasn't going to get a Dark Souls. I had other games to play as well. Um, yeah, might go back. I and remember, play them, but I don't see the need now that Elden Ring's out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll go back. Like I think I'll go back and play Bloodborne. Uh, just because I've got it and it, and it's free, I can't 
Because what I've heard about the other Demon Souls games, and I think I was in the same camp as you, I'd watched a lot of YouTube clips of people playing it or, or Twitch streams of people playing, uh, like, the Dark Souls games and stuff like yeah. that and, and Sekiro. And from what I understand about those games and what I've seen it, they're very linear experiences and it's a lot of... You have to do a lot of fights. You have to continuously beat a lot of enemies and a lot of fights to keep progressing the game. And if you if you die then you've got to go all the way back to the start and slog through again. And I think that would frustrate me to no end. Um, yeah. And I remember on this podcast, actually, when we saw the Elden Ring trailer during... It was either Game Awards or E3. I think it was Game Awards. Um, I was just completely just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I was, this is not for me. It looks cool and whatever. Uh, but, yeah, this is probably not going to be for me. And even when I saw the, the you know, 10 out of 10 reviews coming out from, from all the game publications, I was like, yeah, look, that's great. This is this game's not for me. I, I like, I'm, I'm, I would put myself in the camp of I'm not very good at games. I love playing games. I'm not very good at them, with the exception <laughs> of, like, I don't know, I'm pretty good at Hearthstone, and I put, like, 150 hours into Slay the Spire, so I think I'm relatively good at that game. <laughs> But yeah, with, with the exception of card games, I, I, yeah, I never no considered action, myself... No action games. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have said I don't have the reflexes for it. I probably still don't have the reflexes for it. But yeah, by pure happenstance, I purchased Elden Ring on Friday. I, I installed it. I, I sent you a message saying like, hey, I, I got this game and you you were hella excited. I'm so excited. And the first, the first night I, I put some time in and, you know, it started to click with me. I was like vibing a little bit. Um, I went um, the uh, Astrologer, so uh, a mage build, which is like easy mode. Um, Took my advice, yep. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad I did. Um, and yeah, I was I was vibing with it a little bit, um, but it wasn't until the Saturday, so the next night, that I like, that it fully clicked into me, because I like... You felt like, the juice. F- you... Yeah, yeah, a few spoilers for, for Elden Ring. Uh, by this point, everyone's fucking played it, and if they're not going to play it, they don't care about it. Um, I'd I'd come up the, uh, with uh, against the Tree Sentinel, the first big boss that is clearly too hard for you to beat at the start, and the idea is to go around him. I'd come <laughs> across him and was like, well, this guy fucking sucks. I'm never going to beat him. And then I, I leveled up for a bit and killed a few little things, and then I, I saw the dragon, and I was like, oh, maybe I could fight the dragon that's in that then the first little area, uh, little area, the first massive area, and I was like, well, no, nah, I'm not going to fight the dragon. I'm nowhere near being up to kill this. And then I came across one of the, uh, I think they're called Everflows or something like that, the little optional bosses that you activate in the little circle, and it transports oh, you to uh, like a... you found an Everjail. Everjail, yeah. one of those. Yeah, I found one of those with um, blood, blood knight, hound, bloodhound knight, the bloodhound dwe- knight. Yeah, Dwevel or something like that. And I was like, and he fucking he just minced me instantly. <laughs> but I think at that point of the night, I'd been playing for like two hours, and I was just frustrated because I couldn't beat anything. So I just said to myself, I was like, look, I'm not going to bed until I've killed this guy. Like That's I'm just not going stuff. to bed till I've killed this guy. <laughs> And then I reckon I died probably a hundred times, maybe even probably like a hundred and fifty <coughs> to this guy, um, to the point where like I closed my eyes and I could just see the "you died" sign across my <laughs> eyes. Like that's all I could see. And that's <laughs> like, that shink noise when you die. Oh, so fucking annoying. Um, and I was just like, I was getting nowhere, and I was like, I I, I knew his movement pattern. I knew all his little 
you know, all these signs of what move he was going to do next. So I just, ba- yeah, just brute forced my way into the point where I, I knew what he was going to do and then I just fucking chipped away. I mean, I yep. chipped away at damage. I just, it was like a minute of dodging for two hits, a minute of dodging yep. for two <clears throat> hits. And it was like that. And yeah, man, after like two and a half hours, maybe I finally like beat him. And I, when I say I was happy, I mean, I like, jumped up off the lounge i threw my ps5 controller to the other side of the room just like tossed it onto the lounge on the other side of the room and was doing like the Leighton hewitt like just come on and then i and then i was like i was so tired i was like i gotta go to bed so i turned it off and laid down and i could not wipe the smile off my face i was fucking ecstatic and yeah man since then it's clicked and i've I um so, yeah. last night I had a big night on the on the game, but yeah. Well, yeah. Let's um, talk about that because that is the magic of From Software Games and Soulsborne Games. That that exact moment, that experience you had, is exactly what these games are about. It's why they're so fucking popular, and why the people that really that like play them fucking play them is because mm. it's literally the, one of the only franchises that can. do physically affect your body you are you are so doped up on adrenaline that the endorphins are coming the dopamine's coming out you're sweating your ass off you've been fighting this guy for hours and then you fucking like, beat him and then it's literally just a, a the euphoria just bursts out of you when you beat these bosses oh and the physical toll it was taking like on me like my hands were like f- physically sore and crampy like my the way I had to like because like yeah I have to dodge a lot of his attacks because I at that point I didn't have a, a shield that was a blocked a hundred percent physical yeah I still had the starting shield so like it just blocked fucking no damage yeah. so I had to dodge roll away from basically all of his attacks I couldn't physically block any of his attacks so my thumb was constantly jamming the joystick away from him in different directions so. Like, my thumb was so sore because there was just so much pressure all the time, just constantly moving away. And you're so wound up that you're really squeezing. Oh, like, everything was tense. Like, my whole body was tense. And, like, (laughs) I I get it. And I've always seen the From Software games, and I've always read stuff about the From Software games, and there's always been that discussion around them being like, well, why isn't there an easy mode? Why isn't there an easy mode so I can experience these games and, you know, go into this rich lore of, of, of these games? Um, and I was always in the strong camp of, like, yeah, there should be an easy mode. Make these games more accessible to everyone. I'd love to be able to play these games. Um, if they ever put an easy mode in any of these fucking games, I'm going <laughs> to burn from software to the ground. Yeah. How fucking dare they? And everyone feels Putting exactly it- the same when they get... When they, when they get yeah. it, they get it. And... And like I said, so that's why it's consistently a favourite for a lot of people. It's because oh, the people complaining it's... about it <clears throat> haven't haven't taken the time to really give it a go. Because and that's the thing it took it took hours for yes. me to get it, like yeah, hours. And, but and, and they weren't fun software, hours. I wasn't. Ha- oh yeah, I, I wasn't having not. fun in those hours. I was yeah. fucking angry. You hate everything until until you get that enemy filled or enemy defeated or like yeah. Until that pops up, like, you're hating life. But when that pops up, when that finally pops up, it is just one of the best feelings ever. And the people, you know that those people haven't taken the time because it's it's literally 
a biohack that from software is figured out. Oh, it's they it's it, nuts. It's, you cannot help but feel the way you like feel those positive emotions after you've put in. It's literally rewarding. Quite quite literally rewarding the effort that you've put in. You feel like you accomplished mm. something. And unlike the rest of the game where like all the mobs respawn, those bosses don't respawn. So you fucking beat them. Oh, they're gone forever. Like, you've proper beat them, and that gives it a real sense of satisfaction. Mm. Yeah, it's it's um, it's quite <clears> amazing. <throat> and like, I think I would have experienced similar things in like a, a Dark Souls or or Bloodborne or stuff like that. Like, I probably would have got a similar rush. But the everything around this, like, not only is that you know aspect of the game the really tough, grindy boss kind of battles where it's just really tooth and nail fighting. Not only is that great, but everything else in Elden Ring is it's incredible, man. This game is this game is ridiculous. The scope oh. of it is insane. The fact that nothing is explained to you, like nothing is explained yeah, to you. You have to read everything and really try to interpret everything that's said. Um, you like really if you want to get the most out of this game you've got to explore literally you got to have to comb the map with a fine tooth yeah uh, and it's and like, that is so rewarding because this map is this world is <clears throat> gorgeous mm-hmm. it is phenomenal and i had one of those really good moments of like just pure natural kind of exploration of a game that i don't think i've ever experienced uh ever maybe i think the last time a game gave me this kind of explorational feel was in like I don't know the first twenty minutes when I, of of No Man's Sky. The first time I played that, followed by you know four hours of boredom, boredom and tedium. Um, <laughs> but I had a moment uh, last night or the night before, maybe Tuesday, where I was playing and I was in this particular part of the map and I could just hear howling. I could just hear howling. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, there's there's a wolf. Uh, like a wolf pack around here and I like searched everyone I was like oh man I can't there's no wolves here oh, it's weird and then like an hour later I was back at the merchant because I had to buy something and then I just saw a little a little like text box down the bottom it was like oh ask about the howling in this part of the map and I was like oh yeah okay so I asked him and, he's, and you know the merchant explains to me that there was an NPC there who was standing on top of the church which I couldn't see and if I use this specific emote, he'll come down and he'll he'll help yeah. me do Snap a mission. Snap my fingers. Snap my fingers. And he turned out to be the NPC that would have helped me in that original fight with the Bloodhound Knight that I had so much trouble with. <laughs> he was the summon that could have helped me. So if I had found him earlier, I probably would have had a bit easier time fighting yeah. that dude. And but yeah, the, that was just... Like, it was, was just one that, of those moments. That NPC also is carried through the story. Like, he's yeah. a very special NPC. Um, he's involved with multiple quest lines, and but it was just you can never so, find him if you don't do that. And it was so, it was so interesting because it was just it was so natural. <clears throat> there was nothing handholdy about it. You know, if I hadn't have gone back to that that merchant at the start of the game because I I wanted to see if he had one particular item, um, I was looking for a lantern. I think I was. Um, I would never have. I would never have found that. And it's it's like I would have just missed that whole thing. And it's such a natural gameplay experience that I'm 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 so used to games just fucking holding my hand and, and I think and spoon feeding you. Oh and 
now that I think about it, and, and now that I look back and I've, I've watched my wife play Horizon Zero, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, that game is the most handholdy experience I think in in modern games. Everything is literally spoon fed to you. It's it's all so linear, even though it is an open world game. And looking at her her overworld map, it's just dotted with these icons and mission objectives. Yep. It looks like a fucking to do list where. You look at yes, the Elden Ring perfect, map and it's like... to put that to-do list. Yeah. You look at the Elden Ring map and it's just like, yeah, explore, dickhead. Fucking yeah. go find something. Yeah, like, it's really, like... <clears throat> obviously, obviously, I played Bloodborne, yeah, and I, I, I had that experience, but Elden Ring being the first, like, the open world really, really kind of tarnished my view of... Other open world nice. RPG, you like that, yeah. Um, yeah. Where that exact thing, where you said it, it felt like a to-do list. It is a to-do list in these other games now because now I'm realizing, oh, I'm just going from this dot to that dot to this dot to that dot, mm. clearing the map as I go, going bang, 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 not appreciating anything in between, um, trying to do it as quick as I can. That's how I played. All of the Assassin's Creed, or well, the last trilogy of the Assassin's Creed, was literally. I'm going to start here, and I'm just going to work my way across, sweep the map. Um, oh yeah, I think I think Elden Ring has ruined Ubisoft games forever. Yes. I don't think I could ever play an Ubisoft game now. Like, and I've seen this comparison a few times, but it's it's worth repeating for sure. Um, Elden Ring is doing what Breath of the Wild did, you know, five six years ago. Yep. Where when Breath of the Wild came out, everyone was just like, "Oh yeah, this is how you do an open world game." There was there was no there was no markers. You were just out exploring, creating a, a story as you go. Like there is a narrative there, but your experience, everyone's experience of of Breath of the Wild is is slightly different to everyone else's because everyone approaches things in a different way. They head in a different direction, and it's the same with Elden Ring. Uh, and it, it's quite funny that both these games come out a week after um, Horizon releases a game. It's like Horizon <laughs> releases a game and then like five days later, it's like, yeah, here's the next best game ever made. Like, yeah, fuck you, Horizon. Um, Just with that comment, would like with your experience, how many, do you know how many hours you've got at the moment? In, in Elden, Elden Ring? Ring? Yeah. I think I'm at 25-ish. And would you, are you seeing it as one of the best games ever? Yeah. Yeah. It's the best 25 hours I've ever... Well, man, discarding the first probably three or two. It's the <laughs> Everyone's best, it's first the best. three. Or, yeah, the first five hours are fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's my favourite experience of, of gaming. It's, it's one of the... It's the first time in I can think, that I can think of in a long time where... Do you remember as a kid, you like... I don't know if this is just a, a me experience or if this is universal, but do you remember as a kid you'd play... A video game so much like for me it was like Diablo 2 and Tetris like I'd play those games yeah. so much that when I'd go to sleep at night I would just dream about that game the whole night it was yeah, all I dreamed yeah. about I just <laughs> dreamt about that all night and since for the last like five or six days that I've had Elden Ring every night that I've closed my eyes I've just dreamt of Elden Ring and when I get up in the morning I have a coffee I watch an Elden Ring video on YouTube yes. when I'm at work I'm just talking about Elden Ring to fucking anyone who will listen. When I'm like talking to you, I'm talking about, and it's just like, man, it's it's so. 
I think last night was a night that I'll actually think of when it comes to like a gaming experience oh, for a man. long time to come because last night was a while. Our, our chat between ourselves that like last night, <laughs> I was fucking losing my mind because <laughs> like you, first you messaged me and you said you beat, um, oh, who'd you beat first? Tree Sentinel. Yeah, Tree Sentinel. <laughs> then fucking 10 minutes later, I got the dragon. And then mm. oh, I went and beat Margaret. Oh. oh, it was just like... I can't imagine I'd... how hard your dick was. <laughs> oh, man. Because, like, I was like... I was like... I watched this video. It was like an IGN video. It was like, oh, the, the first... The ten bosses you should beat before you, you know, you go fate, uh, face Margaret. And I was watching the video and I was like, oh, I defeated that one. I defeated that one. Oh, that one I, I got. Yeah, Pumpkinhead, he's dead. Um, oh yeah, no, I went down there and defeated the two demi-human chieftains. Which can I just say, demi-humans are a new fucking nightmare for me. Yeah, I'll, very scary. They f- terrifying. Um, but yeah, I defeated everything on this list except for Tree Sentinel Dragon, and I was like, okay, well, man, I'm like, I'm I'm pr- I'm pretty good level. My my gear's pretty good. I've I've put a bunch of stats into into intelligence, so I'm, I'm dealing a bunch of damage, <coughs> and I think I've got myself pretty confident with the controls of. Of torrent that I can, you know, dodge some attacks, and you know, I was like, yeah, maybe I can do this. And then I went in. I've got a, I've got a really good summon actually. I've got this banished knight summon, who's this big dude with a, a massive pole axe. Oh, banished knight fucking, Oleg or something like that, right? Yeah, he's, he's super a tank, tanky, bro. Yeah, and he's really good at uh, like attracting aggro. Um, so I was like, okay, maybe I'll give this a try. And the like, the sent- tree sentinel fucking mopped the floor with me for like five or six attempts but i could see that uh, the, his health bar was getting pretty low and i was you know remembering his his patterns and i i was like i think i can do this I, I actually think i can do this and yeah man i just i just locked in i fucking wiped the floor with the tree sentinel in one run like i i've got a really good um flask of wondrous thing that negates like yep. the first hit so i think as soon as you've got that bubble on you where you've you're, you're guaranteed to negate the first hit you get a bit more confident in the start of a battle much and more. I just noticed that I was I was just doing heaps more damage at the start, and then even when I got hit, I wasn't staggered, so I didn't panic straight away. So I could get distance again, my summon could take the aggro, and I could get a few more hits in. And yeah, Tree Sentinel was dead, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, okay, maybe and I should do the dragon." He's fucking, he is a difficult boss because he's you, ridiculous because he's the first one you see, and then you've already got this. Like he's, it's kind of like an inflated image of him, what he is. Yeah. Um, and then the first time you get him to half health, and you're like, oh, fuck, sick. But then he starts his second phase moves, and and you're dead for the next fifteen tries because you got to get used to these new kind of tweaked moves. Um, also, I think I think he's extra, not maybe extra hard, but like as a as a magic user, like as a mage, he's. His ability to use his shield to redirect yeah. magic is so punishing. And he doesn't and just like, redirect it, he triples the strength of it. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I was one-shotting myself. I was like, fucking hell. Yep. Um, I had that so problem yeah, because like, I was mage too. And also, he, um, he, I was telling you about this, but he does this attack where you're running beside him and you look like you've got plenty of room and his, his pole axe is on the other side of him. So you're not worried about a swing attack and he's, he's running and you're like, oh yeah, cool. I can, I can get a hit in here. He can't get me. 
and then he stops like instantly drops his shoulder and shifts like three <laughs> meters across and just fucking wipes you off torrent yeah, yeah the horse like, sidesteps you real good <laughs> and it's just like where did that come from and I, I could never guess when that was coming so that fucked me up heaps um and but yeah, once I, the bosses seem to have one move that's real fast, and it, it's oh, I, it's designed to put like it, it's through littered throughout the game where these moves are designed to really upset your rhythm. Oh yeah, and like um, <clears throat> the tree sentinel in particular, I think I think they've they've done a good job of designing him as like he he seems to have a counter for every every conceivable type of play. You know, if you want to. If you want to do, you know, lots of torrent running back and forth and just doing little chip damage, he always seems to be able to charge you and hit you. Um, if you want to be, like, super evasive and get a lot of distance, you know, even with jumping with torrent, his his upward swing attack is or his downward swing attack has crazy range. Um, you know, he's got the shield to block and redirect magic. So he's, like, this beautiful, like, all-rounder boss, and it's yeah. such a... It's such a satisfying win when you kill Tree Sentinel because he's been there from the start. He's the yeah. first thing that... Oh, he's technically the second thing that would have killed you and he probably killed you 30 more times or 40 mm-hmm. more times before you get him down. So, yeah, killing the Tree Sentinel was a was huge. So, yeah, I was on Cloud9 after I did the oh, Tree Sentinel. It, it's a, he's a massive checkpoint. Even for my playthrough, mm. like me going in and beating him was such a checkpoint for me. Um, I don't want to... I'm, I'm going to... It's a bit minor spoiler, I suppose, but wait till you get to the royal capital. I've heard, I've seen a lot of stuff about the royal capital. Um, the memes are plenty on Reddit on the r slash Elden Ring. Man, you you you're walking up to the royal capital. You're going up this massive golden road. You're getting to the top, the crest of it. You're about to go through the walls. It looks beautiful, and standing there at the top, left and right. Two more tree sentinels. Fuck. Man. You see that? Your balls drop. You start to cry a little oh, bit. Oh, no. <laughs> um, spe- like, um, yeah, but yeah, after after I finished the tree sentinel last night, I was like, oh, I should go I should go check out the dragon, see if I'm, <clears throat> I'm up to the task. And I looked in my inventory, and I don't know when, but I picked up like three things that would help reduce fire damage. So I was like, oh, man, if I just yep. chuck on these, I should be, you know pretty good and again i've got my summon although i think a summon during the dragon fight's basically useless especially the knight because he's too slow to get to where the dragon lands like initially yeah. oh, he can yeah, deal yeah. a good bit of chip damage but yeah he can't keep up with the dragon um but i never tried another summon and I then, and then they get problems. they get blasted with fire anyway and die yeah die <laughs> um but yeah, I put on all my flame resistance stuff and I just, yeah, just did the same approach. I was just super vigilant. I made sure, oh, I finally figured out to craft fucking berries to heal Torrent, which yeah. was like such a game changer because like, I can't count the number of times Torrent died and I was just like wasting a flask, a, a potion to get him back. But yeah, I, I crafted those. I was healing him up as I go and yeah, I just... I locked in and it only took me like four or five attempts to get the dragon and then I got the dragon. I was just like, man, I feel fucking unstoppable. So impressive. And I, at that point, I hadn't even gone to where Margit is. I knew roughly where he was and I'd yep. got the, the side of Grace just before him and then I was like, yeah, I figured this is where Margit is. I've heard he's really tough. I'll come back later. So 
I hadn't seen him yet. I hadn't even gone up there. I had gone to Patches to get the uh, Margit specific item. Did you know about that? The Margit shackle? Yeah. yeah, the shackle. Yep. Yeah, so I had that. So I was, I was pretty well prepared and I, I put my flask on to negate the first hit and I was like, I've got this, man. I'm, I was feeling so confident. And then I got into <laughs> Margit and then just like died so many times. That dude, the... And I know people have said it all the time, but the jump of difficulty between everything else and Margaret is ridiculous. Yeah, he's he is the first. He's the first. Ta- obviously, he like you can go around him. You can skip him, but you, you really shouldn't because he's the first boss that is on that next level. The first mm. boss that really, like, you're really going to have to fucking knuckle down or come up with a super solid strategy by studying studying um, him as an enemy. Um, I mean, the dragon has a five, six different moves. Um, and the dragon, the dragon's pretty easy once you've got a <clears> bit <throat> of fire resistance and you... And you, yeah, you get a little bit lucky in the RNG yeah. as to where he landed. I found... A few times when I was fighting the dragon, he would land in just really inconvenient spots, and I was like, "Oh man, I can't, I can't get to you to deal any damage." So now I've just got to sit here yeah. and either get a shit ton of fire damage when you when you do your next attack, or just kind of wait around and maybe draw the aggro of a fucking giant crab that'll come out of nowhere and fuck me up. Yeah, and those motherfuckers. That happened twice, by the way. I was fighting the dragon, doing hell good, and then it was just like claw through the back. Yeah. Fucking giant crabs. Those those crabs suck because they sprint really quickly and their karate chop is is directly at the end of the sprint. So they're basically just dashing at you for an attack um, and you can't run away from them in a straight line or else they will catch you. Um, You got a zigzag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you, when you were fighting the dragon, did you um, realize that when it's about when it flies up in the air and not doesn't do the dragon breath, but is going to dive bomb you? Did were you yeah. jumping off torrent or were you trying to sprint away from it? Um, no, I had watched a video that showed that animations of getting on and off torrent. You had, you had. Um, Invincible animations where you can be interrupted or take damage. So if you time it just right, I would get off him as soon as he got into the air. And if it was going to do a flame attack, I would get back on him straight away. But if it was going to do the dive bomb attack, I'd wait and then hop back on him yeah. when he was swooping down. So you you avoid the damage of that. Yeah, big like anyway. Listen, if you want to tip with horseback riding, don't be afraid to get off torrent mm. because use him a, as a fucking a parkour mounted, platform. Yes, exactly. In, in a mounted fight, it is actually a super viable strategy to use getting off and on him um, at the right times. It's so, like a, a couple of dragons later on. It's the only way I could beat them by getting on and off. Um, at, at oh, it's time. it's such a useful tactic to yeah, just not take damage for a bit. That's the thing. Like um, a thing I learned um a little bit later into the game than I wish I had is how like invincibility frames work with dive rolls and stuff like that. Because especially when you're fighting, there's a bot, there's a rune bear boss in a cave and um, the cave itself, like the, the it's, it's so tight 
And I, at that point, my strategy was I just roll away, roll away, roll backwards, roll to the side, get away. But in this cave, it was so tight and confined and the bears, the room bears tacks are so wide and so quick in conception that even if you manage to miss the first one, you're not going to get a second dive roll in before another attack comes and you yep. get staggered, you take a bunch of damage. Um, so then I learned about rolling into attacks. Yes, Which was just go. like, it was just one of those things where I rolled into an attack and I was like, oh shit. Oh yeah, roll inwards. Like yep. roll towards the attack. And it's like that thing where it's like, it, you almost have to, f- like I almost had to fight my my Instinct. brain being like, you don't you don't jump into an attack. That's yep. That's crazy talk. You always jump away. And then I was like, oh, no, you jump into it. And it was that it was that really, again, like one of those really cool moments in this game where I was like, fuck, yeah, that's how you do it. And yes. then I, I killed the room bear like next try. And I was just like, I'm fucking unstoppable. Oh, man, the the roll into the enemy is like the difference between like those, you know, those videos where it's like oh, pro player versus noob player. Like, it's yeah. one of those first key moments where realising that, no, don't retreat. Like, roll. You you, you literally have iframes, invincibility frames. And if you time yeah. them rolling in, not only are you evading the move, you're dodging combo attacks because uh, a, lot of, a lot of the enemies, their combo attacks, they can't pivot. They don't have yeah. the uh, attack tracking. They just do the combo. They'll do a three swipes in one direction. So you've got... Then you're opening yourself up to... An extra amount of time where you're in a safe position, the enemy's attacking the wrong direction. You've got free, you've got free go at um, at like back legs or something like that. Um, <clears throat> later on, there's some bosses where that that is the only way you will beat them is by dodge rolling forward. And it's yeah, it's oh man, just like, and I think that's that's the thing that I reckon is clicking with me the most when it comes to... There's a lot of things clicking with me, but the idea that all the game mechanics and all... Everything in the game, all the abilities that are at your hands and all the the tools that are given to you, like the basic tools, you know, riding on torrent, dodge rolling, you know, all these things, all these basic tools are, are literally all you need to to win the game. Like, yeah, equipment's good. Yeah, having the right loadout's good and and putting your stats in the right thing is good. But if you have, like, and it takes, it took me, like, well, I don't even think I've I've learned it all yet. But if you can start getting a grasp of, like, just the core mechanics of how these games work, you know, understanding how a dodge roll works, understanding, understanding, you know, how a guard break works, you know, landing parries, like, I'm... I have a shield that still has the parry ability on it. And even though I'm a mage and I don't like to get too close, when I do get close and I can land a parry, it's like fucking, it's like my first orgasm, man. It's like fucking <laughs> glorious. It's so yeah. beautiful. It's funny, just the like, first un- moment that you sit there and you're like, okay, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach myself the parry. And then you go find the easiest mob enemy you can find. And you die five times. <laughs> oh, you just get minced. I was practicing. Me and you were actually on on, and it's so funny to think about this. Uh, when I first was playing the game, and I, I just come into the into the land in betweens, and I was exploring, and that first little encounter you kind of had at, at the side of grace, where there's a a encampment of soldiers, and you've got a side of grace right there, and there's the 
the tunnel under no, uh, underneath the camp to get the whetstone knife. So you've got to get in there eventually. And I was on the on the group chat with you, like we were on a call over the PlayStation Network, and I was just like dying all the time, and I, I couldn't get it, and I had, the game hadn't clicked yet, and I I was like really frustrated at that point because I kept dying to these soldiers. I, w- I went back there to practice the parry because I was like, oh well, I know how many that I know what their attack patterns are. Um, and when I went back there, like maybe five hours after that, six hours of gameplay, I just like, I fucking landed a few parries, but also just like wiped that camp out, like <laughs> fucking deleted it off the map in minutes. And like, I'm so excited to get higher leveled and more strong so I can come back to areas that were challenging initially just to you physically be able to see the level of strength you've risen to, what your, yeah. you know, countless fucking runes and all this experience you've gathered and all the knowledge you've gathered gathered has changed your character and the way you can play and i'm so excited to come back to areas that i, I found really hard um and just wipe the floor with everyone there like that's fucking so exhilarating and yeah. there's there's a small part of me that wishes i could redo some bosses now just to see the difference in strength of what i was then and what i am now that's probably if there was if I was going to say there is a downside to this game, it was like you just can't replay certain bosses. Um, unless you um, unless you dabble into the multiplayer, but then it's kind of a little bit different. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I'm, I've, I'm not going to do... I haven't done any multiplayer thing yet. Don't see how far you can get through um, without doing it. Because I'm at a point now where yeah. there is definitely... Uh, well, most recently when I defeated <clears throat> the main boss of the Royal Capital... Um, I definitely, I really had to go hard on the multiplayer there uh, to get that oh, one so done. I didn't ask, uh, so I'm like, yeah, 25 hours in. How many hours are you in? 84. <whistles> yeah. Impressive. <laughs> yeah. Impressive. I mean, I mean, not to get too personal, but I did have COVID last week, so... Yeah, I, I, had, had, a, I had a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, I had, I, I have... I have limited time to play games, so I like. I think it's in, like I'm. I'm impressed with myself with how much time I've put Phil, in, in. I'm like really five impressed. Days. I know. I know exactly what your routine is like, and and what's on your plate. And it's super. Yeah. Man, it was so. I was so happy when you started like messaging me. You were like, oh yeah, I got it, and I was like, cool. And then we like, like behind the scenes when you told me you got it, I was like, oh fuck yeah, he's got it. I mean, I really hope he puts he like puts in the effort with it because it's so rewarding. I was like, yeah. probably won't. He'll, pro- he'll probably play it a couple of hours and then have to worry about, like, life. And oh, man, I was, 100, <laughs> I was 100% going into this game thinking that I was going to put maybe five hours into it, being like, yeah, I get the gist of it. I can see what's good about it, but it's not for me. Yeah. And, like, man, it's, it's, it's fucking... It's got its hooks in deep, son. I know. you got it because everyone has to get to the point. There is, and you do get that point. There is not a single person playing this game that doesn't get to a point where they're like, "Oh, I understand everything, all of it now." Like, I, mm. I know why I put myself through this bullshit. Like, it, it seems masochistic at the start, and you're like, "Why am I? Why am I even bothering with this?" But when you get when you get that rush of beating that boss, you've been spending you've spent an hour to like it could it could even be less than an hour. It could be fifteen minutes, but you know what I mean? Like, once you get that reward, and it's a physical reward, like I said before, it your is. body, your body um, drops fucking dopamine on your ass like a motherfucker. 
yeah. and you're just sitting Fucking there, your eyes, your eyes are buzzing, like you're tingling, you're like sweating, you're like throw, the, like you said, throw your controller away, and you're just like, oh, get away from me, like let me just enjoy this bliss, which is yeah. beating Man. that challenge. I woke up smiling today. I went to work smiling today. Like I drove the car smiling today. Like I was just beaming. It took hours at work for someone to finally be able to fucking knock the happiness off my face and like <laughs> normally I was that just takes like, five minutes but <laughs> oh yeah normally i'm fucking miserable by the time i pull out of the driveway um but yeah i was like man defeating margaret the dragon and tree sentinel last night like it was i was beaming man i was so happy that's a huge um, night that's a huge that was night. So, such a good night i was fucking i was so tired by the time i got to bed um one of the aspects that are in this game that is, I'm going to say, one of my favourite gameplay elements I've experienced in a game. And I think it's in a few other games, like a few other like um, From Software games. But in this game in particular, I've it's given me as much joy as defeating the bosses. And that's the, the message system. <laughs> the, it's so good. So if you don't know, in, in Elden Ring and I think in, in Dark Souls and stuff, other players in the world can leave you little messages. And there's like, a, I think there's a, like a set words that you can put into a message. Like you can't just type whatever you want. You can only there's put in templates. so many. Yep. Yeah, set templates. Yeah. Um, so you've got to be clever these messages with what you're <laughs> Man, some people are so good. And like 99% of the time, they're, or 90% of the time, they're like, really useful and helpful hints. Like I was in this dungeon and uh, it was like one of the early kind of dungeons, like a catacomb you're in. And I had, there was this uh, trap that was spewing fire at me and you had to time it to get into like a little nook. And I time it to get into this little nook. And there was a message as soon as I got there and I clicked the message and it was like skeleton first. And then I was like, what? And then I just see, <laughs> I just see a skeleton like literally just like come out of the distance and it was like okay skeleton first and i turned around and i killed the skeleton it was like man it was again it was like one of those moments i was like yeah thank you man like that was awesome and i've had like so many more of those where like i've been in a room or i've been just like riding through the fucking land in betweens and i'll be like oh there's a message in the middle of the fucking earth here what's this and i'll click the message and be like treasure chest down below and it's like what are they talking about and you're like you look around for a little bit and then like you see oh there's a, a little dip there oh there's a treasure chest there i would never yeah. have found that if it wasn't for these messages and yeah. like i yeah i fucking i love them so much and they're like some of them are so funny like oh. just seeing a bunch of blood stains on a cliff and then a message that just says no jumping and it's just like oh my god that's <laughs> and everyone's that's so great <laughs> everyone jumps it's and um Oh, there's been a couple moments uh, where you'll get a, a message and really intricate message and you're kind of just like, oh, that's very cryptic. Like, I wonder what it means. And you'll like go a little bit, just a little bit further forward. And then you'll see something and you'll be like, oh, then it clicks. And it was either a really mm. good joke or it was a really good piece of advice or, um, you know, someone making fun of you or something like that. Oh, I, I have, I mean, I... I'm, I drop messages all the time, and my my screen's constantly flashing like a oh, message of praise. I'll be. I haven't dropped a message yet. I, I've got to drop one. I've I've got to. Oh, big big. The easiest way to do it is um, treasure chests throughout the world. Just put item ahead 
Oh, or something similar yeah. like that, because there are tr- there are a lot of chests that are actually traps and will take you places. Um, and later in the game, you can be a bit hesitant to open a chest if you're not in the safe or you haven't got a checkpoint or something like that. Yeah. Um, other, I, um, other times I, there'll be there'll be a side path that literally leads to nowhere. So I'll put a, I'll, at the start of the path I'll I'll say like item ahead, and then at the end of the path I'll just write like regret here <laughs> <laughs> one of the best ones i found is there's um do you know um where you get the i think it's the green turtle talisman um Ooh. it's a, a talisman you can get really early on that boosts your stamina recovery and it's okay, in this yeah. little yeah it's in this little like dungeon bit under some ruins in in Limgrave somewhere and going down the stairs there's this message right before in or you, before you go in, it's like, beware of horde, you know, danger ahead. And I was like, yeah. man, fuck or yeah, look okay. Left or, or careful right. Yeah, it was, just, it was just like, beware of horde, danger ahead. So I was like, rightio, I took my flask, I, I made sure I couldn't take any damage. I got all my equipment ready, you know, I made sure I was all good and I walk in there and I immediately hit the, you know, hit lock on enemy button just to lock on an enemy. Oh, and uh, so- <laughs> Phil, I've ruined my right stick. Yeah, just jam, 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 jam. Now I just play the game just slapping R3 because I'm like, oh, oh. there's because there's, there's so many things you cannot see that are going to kill you unless nice. you're... Lo- and this that's was... The saving grace of that function is that it will find hidden enemies as well. So. Yeah. And as soon as I pressed it, like, it locked onto an enemy really close and I was like, oh, shit. So I just, like, start throwing out slash the magic slash attack that goes really wide and can hit yeah. a few enemies and I just see enemies everywhere, and I just see health bars, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I just start spamming this, and I do it I do it for, like, a minute until I've used all my FP up, and everything's dead, and I was like, man, that was crazy. There were so many things in here. And then I turned my torch on, and there were just innocent turtles that didn't oh, you need killed to die. I killed, I killed, there was, like, 15 of them in this room, and I killed them all because I thought oh, I didn't have my no. torch on me, I didn't have my lanterns. And I, I was just like, you cunt. Yeah. I was so expecting so many enemies. So I like it was the, one of the only messages I've rated bad because um, I was just like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> fucking killed a room full of turtles that, for nothing. Message. He dropped that message. With, and this is the beauty of it. He dropped that message with complete knowledge of what he was doing. Oh. <laughs> An absolute agent of chaos. Mm. Um, what I wanted to talk because we've been already been going for like nearly an hour, which is crazy. Um what I wanted to talk to you about is something that I've never experienced in a game before, or maybe I have, but not to this extent, is that I'm feeling, well, I've felt a lot of time playing this, that I need to do everything I can for every NPC. I need to complete all these quests. I need to do all these things because I know that if I progress the game and I don't do them, I'll just miss them. And I... Don't want to miss anything in this game. Have you? Are you experiencing the same thing? Yes, in a way, but I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm aware enough of the series and and what's actually been going on with the game that just quite like if you want to do everything, you've probably already ruined a few quest lines. You've probably already killed oh, a few people that shouldn't have been killed. Like this, the. the the amazing thing that from Salt, like they don't hold your hand and they won't stop you from killing a critical fucking NPC. You can kill anybody in the overworld 
you can't kill anyone in the round table, which is the headquarters, because obviously there's yeah. no attacking. But you can really fuck up a run by attacking someone that you shouldn't. Um, mm. Yeah, but you do get that. I've done... You do get that sense. Like I, I, oh, not only that. Before the major patch, you couldn't see where NPCs were on the map either. Now they've added it, oh, which I was a little bit surprised by, but it has helped a lot. Um, but yeah, you're constantly looking and you're just like, oh, there could be a person anywhere at any time. And they're not in obvious spots. Some some of the major, um, like uh, Blade, the, the the howling wolf guy, like you, you'd yeah, never yeah. find him if you didn't, if you didn't go to the merchant, you didn't ask him about what to do, and also you didn't do the the, uh, the emote, which is this finger yeah. snap. You never find him, and that guy's attached. I mean, you might see him a little bit later on at, at one specific moment. I'm not sure if he will not show up at that point if you don't meet him beforehand. But he's attached to what is considered the true ending of the game. And mm. most people, and the majority of players will play this all the way through to the finish and not get what they call like the good ending or the, the best ending. Also, like um, the witch that gives you the summon bell, like if you don't go back to that merchant at night, you just won't get the summon bell. You just won't get it. Well, yeah, well, you won't get it for free. You. You can buy it from the round table hole, round but like, table, yeah. it took but that me doesn't happen twenty. Till way it later. took me twenty hours to get into the round table hold. Yeah, exactly. You don't get to and the by round that table time, until after the first legacy dungeon, which is the castle. And like that, the the amount I was using summons, like the amount summons hold your hand, and that that's a point I want to talk about in a minute. Um. But yeah, if, if I hadn't got that, the game would have been so much harder. And like, it, it's crazy for me to... It's crazy to think about that From Software are so confident, and, and they should be, they're so confident in their game design and they're so confident in their player base that they know that they don't need to hold anyone's hands. Yeah, They know that everything in the game that can happen and that is going to happen and that can be discovered and utilised players will find because they've made it so nothing is boring oh, a, there's no part a, every, people know it's a treasure hunt this this entire game is a massive treasure hunt for yeah. secrets hidden things easter eggs like um, it's a pu- and it's a puzzle as well because some some like the one of the major story quest lines can go wrong in so many places or yeah, wow can't progress if you don't do certain things like it's literally a puzzle and to solve the puzzle and you can destroy the puzzle before you finish it that's um, crazy that fills me with anxiety and nerves but um not to the point where i'm not gonna <laughs> not yeah not to the point where i'm not gonna play it because i think after about maybe eight or nine hours maybe after i clocked about 10 hours i made a decision that feels crazy but I am going to... Like, I'm going to try and finish the game as my character now, but I am going to restart as a new character um, because I want to experience what this game is like without easy mode on. And I know there's not an easy mode in this game, but there really is. Magic and summonings make make this an easy... Like, is easy mode. 
Like, oh, it really is. Spamming spells is, yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, every, and everyone knows it. Like, it, it, Yeah. There's, there's a plethora of videos about how broken magic really is. Uh, obviously, obviously, there's builds you can make that actually break the game. Um, for instance, like the first major patch uh, nerfed the shit out of uh, the Sword of Night and Flame, which at the time was the meta weapon. Everyone was running it because um, it, it broke the game, really. Even after they decreased like the damage of one of the abilities by like 50-60%, it's still it's still a potent mm. weapon. But now pe- then people had to figure out what the next thing was. Um, I... Yeah, I ran, I ran Mage until I could respec, and then I recently respec'd into a Faith build, which is what the new meta is. Played it for yeah, a bit I've been just because I wanted to. I've been looking at a Faith build too, because I've, I've unlocked so many things that are required, like high levels of Faith, and like especially um, the, the stuff you can get for killing a dragon and turning in the dragon heart. yeah. The incantations, like some of those seem broken. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably do the same as you as I'll respec into a faith build. But like the character archetypes at the start of the game, the I can't, I, I'll try and list them all. Hero, Vagabond, Bandit, Samurai. Um, prisoner. Archi- uh, prisoner, um, as- as- Astrologist. Um, confessor. Confessor. There's one more. There's the, um, the wretch. And yeah, wretch. That's it. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah, like they—they're all—they all seemed really interesting. Like I was—I was genuinely torn, and I think for my second playthrough, I'm probably still gonna do a little bit of magic, so I probably won't go a straight, straight warrior. Although the samurai seems really interesting, and I've been able to like through my playthrough now, I've been able to pick up a pretty large assortment of really cool sounding arrows and stuff like that so I really want to yeah. see what a, a game is like with that um, well, yeah, you man, even just... need to, but that's the beauty you don't need to wait until your new game or you don't need to start a fresh one at all because yeah you got you go into new game plus you can respec before you run into it um, yeah wow yeah I oh man it's just it's it's crazy to think that I think this is gonna be the game I'm gonna be playing for the next little while like i was i was genuinely really excited for the new borderlands game that comes out like on friday i think i think it comes out the 25th so it'll probably be out a day or two um after this episode gets released Uh, a day or two before after this episode gets released sorry um i was really excited about that that was going to be my next big game i'm i'm not purchasing that i'm not playing that there's no way i'm going to play borderlands i've forgotten about tina's wonderland (laughs) whatever why would why would I want to play a Borderlands game? Like, honestly, there's no reason for me to go in on any other game right now because I, I, I would never find it as enjoyable as Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. There's like no I, way. Elden like Ring I, is everything. Right oh, now. yeah. I've I was I've been playing, like, Cyberpunk since the, since the PS5 uh, launch and the major updates. And honestly, guys, they've done great with the game. It's it's brewing game to play right now. Um and I went and tried to play it, and I was just like, "Fuck, I'm not interested in this." Oh man, <laughs> I need to go back. To I haven't even, I haven't even been able to play like Hearthstone Battlegrounds, which is like a game I've been playing. Oh, like I don't know. I think I just clocked. I think I just clocked like two hundred hours in Battlegrounds. Like, yeah, and that's not even ha- That's not even Hearthstone. That's just one version of Hearthstone. That's just a yeah, game mode, mode of Hearthstone. Like I've, 
I've played fucking a phenomenal amount of Hearthstone. Um, but yeah, I, I can't even boot into the like I can't even boot up the PC and, and turn it on because I'm just like, no, why would I why would I play this when I could be playing Elden Ring? Yeah. Like why would I I like I've I haven't even been watching that much anime. Like I've just been like, yeah, why would I watch something when I can play Elden Ring? That's huge. Like it, it's it's crazy, man. I'm yeah, and I'm when genuinely, I'm not playing, and when I'm not playing it, I'm al- almost don't want to play anything. Like I've 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 sat down and I'm like, oh, I could probably give Elden Ring a little bit of a break. Well, this was last week when I had COVID, so I was playing. Mm. I was thrashing the game, and I yeah. found myself when I was like, oh, I want something different. I wanted something different. I just sit down and it's like, oh, but I don't think I want to play PlayStation actually, because if I'm playing PlayStation, I want to be playing Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah it's. It's I'm, nuts, I man. I long it's, it's, for the game almost. Like, I need more Elden Ring. And just, like, consuming Elden Ring content, just, like, watching YouTube videos. Like, yes. the amount of YouTube videos I've watched that it's, like, have basically just told me all the same things, but I'm just so, so engaged with, with everything that's happening with Elden Ring that I just can't seem to fucking drag myself away from it. And I don't want to. That's yeah. the thing. I don't... I don't want this to end. I, I just want to be obsessed with this game for as long as possible because it, it, there's just seemingly so much I have left in front of me and, like, there's so much more that I, I'm going to experience. There's so many and more enemies I'm going to fight, so many more bosses I'm going to slay, so many more spells that I'm going to see and all this stuff. I'm just... I'm genuinely obsessed with it. Like, it's, it's all I've yep. thought about since yeah, I've bought it. Yeah, and ob- obsession is definitely the right word. Um, I feel mm. the same. I just can't... I can't pull myself away from it. I'm literally in the middle of work every now and again whenever I can just pull out and watch a little bit of a video, pause it. Oh, yeah. Um, start I'm it up again. Like, I'm getting notifications out the wazoo from YouTube for all different... Oh, content. the amount of channels... <laughs> amount of fucking Elden Ring channels I've subscribed to in the last week has ruined my algorithm forever and I'm fucking all about it. It's all I want. Um, yeah, we, 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 we might should... as well share, let's share that, shout them out quickly for the guys listening if they want anyone. I yeah, would say, sure. Uh, Vati Vidya. Try and spell that. I'm not going to teach it to What's you. What's that? Vati yeah, Vati <laughs> He's the number one, in my opinion, uh, because he doesn't release things. He, he doesn't, like, get on the bandwagon almost. Like, he goes at his own pace with his releases. He's got a to-die-for voice. Um, I really like rage gaming videos for the fact that they're really yep. responsive to what's happening uh, and they they seem to just I think I think it's a, a few people on the channel because they just have so much content they're releasing like yeah, three okay. videos a day wow yeah, yeah um, so they, I, I would shout out um, de- domesticated uh, domestic gaming uh, they do. They've had some really cool videos. A lot of like things you've missed, and you know, a lot of just uh, yeah, I don't know, just really good general kind of entry level stuff for Elden Ring, which I helped me a lot in the the first couple of hours when I was just like kind of a bit lost. Um, Boomstick Gaming as well have some really good videos, uh, and you know, it, I think it, it might be a bit hacky to like IGN still, but man, IGN still putting out fucking good content not good content but it's summarized digestible content, content. it's yeah, good yeah, summarized yeah. content yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, so yeah they, they've done some really cool stuff um we oh, should probably shout wrap out it Penguin. up now shout out charlie as well he's really gotten hard on this game uh if you don't know who that is yeah he, okay yeah he's huge on youtube but um he's gotten really into this game and he's he actually 
fantastic player as well. He's doing his entire first run, Phil, with no summons and no multiplayer at all. And he's oh, just beat, sounds... he's just beaten beaten every boss in the game. Oh my god! I'll have to send me some links. I'll have to get onto that. But uh, we should probably wrap it up there because let's be honest, I want to go play Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting pretty late. Uh, thank you so much for joining me, J Ro. Uh, it's it's so good to have a fellow tarnished here. Uh, if you enjoy what we do, please go leave a comment and rate and review the podcast. It helps out a lot. Get in touch with us. Let us know what, how your um, your um, IG, your IG, your Elden Ring gameplay is going. Let us know what character you picked and what build you're going for. I'd be so interested to hear how the dorks are going with Elden Ring. Um, yeah, reach yeah, out. We'll get on the too. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Uh, you want to sign us off, big boy? All right, guys. Thanks for having me, Phil, as always. To everyone listening out there, really appreciate it. Keep talking, baby. You! I'm gonna go get some more.